Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Yay! All right, you're we're live, Dan. Are we? Yeah. I have no way to tell, Dave. Yeah. Well, we are. There's the screen faces me yeah. no longer, and uh-huh. you're just staring off into the direction of the door. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hello, everybody. Should I do my introduction now? Are you sure they can hear me? Uh, yep, I am. All right. Uh, that was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you Maybe. were supposed to have been listening to. Could have been. But probably not because, probably you not. know, Dave didn't have the, the sound plugged in. It was playing out of his uh, uh, laptop. Yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of nice to hear it without the headphones. Uh, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke, and that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in... Londonderry, New Hampshire. Be sure to listen to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, wherever else you get your podcasts from. If you're that was that was loud, Dave. Aggressive. No, it was that was very that's very, very aggressive. Very aggressive. Hi everybody. I'm Pastor Patron. I've got Pat. I've got Dave, and we have Dan Leonard from the 603 Brewery with us. Thanks for being with us, Dan. Welcome to be back. Thank you very much. Hopefully, you still feel happy about it at the end of the night. Okay, um, we're starting off smoking something very special. We had something else planned for today, but sometimes you just got to call an audible when you have opportunity, and we decided to do that for this. Today, this afternoon, just a few hours ago, the Aladino Limited Edition Toro came into the store, uh, and this is a special cigar, Honduran Cameroon wrapper, uh, Honduran binder and filler, but they're not saying anything about where it's from, how old it is. Um, it's undisclosed other than the country. So we know next to nothing about what's in the cigar. It's a six by 52 Toro, mm-hmm. very limited. You could only get it if you went to the PCA this summer and, uh, it's a limited release. Once it's gone, it's gone. What was it? 500 boxes, Pat, I think. Yeah. It's just, uh, is it five or 800? I know it took place of the Corona and they did 800, I think for the Corona. Okay. Yeah, so maybe that maybe if they did the same number of boxes, it yeah, would be 800. Like it, yeah. But it was very limited, so uh, I'm very excited about lighting this sucker up. And uh, we are pairing with it uh, Slain Irish Whiskey. Slain Irish Whiskey. Don't worry, folks. If you're wondering, yes, the beer is coming, but that will be later in the show. Absolutely. Mm. Mm, don't forget the burr. I like Slain. There, I said it. I feel better. I like Irish whiskey, and I, I, I think Slane is really good. It's clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crisp. All right. Let me light up here. I don't have the DuPont pingy thing going, but that just means it'll be uh, quiet as it's going there. Oh, yes. 
Very excited about Incredibly that. well. So these just came in today? Mm-hmm. Hours old. No rest for the wicked. Oh, that is very nice. Very woody and earthy. That's what I get right off the bat. Like earth and wood and spice. Pat, do you have other adjectives? You know how Brett likes adjectives other than woody, dark, and dirty. No, it's like uh, if you took a Crowho Reserve and put a Cameroon wrapper on it. Mm. I think that's the shortest tasting notes section you've ever, ever given done. on yeah, the wow. show. Wow. And it was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> what are you picking up there, Dan? Mm. It's You definitely get that classic Cameroon mm. kind of flavor profile out of the wrapper. Um, it's pretty smooth at the the first the first third here, getting into it. Yep, little subtle sweetness there too. A little what? Subtle sweetness. Okay, subtle. I find myself enjoying Cameroon wrappers a lot. Mm. I don't know too much about it though. What's what's behind a Cameroon wrapper? Pat, this is your chance to shine. In what sense? Like what? A tosador. Where where is it? <laughs> Is it specialized in a particular region? Or, or Africa. Is it only used is it on, Africa, on, for It's Cuban seed, it's but typically... Hunter, it's hun yeah, I don't think they use... Well, no, they, they, this specific one's Honduran Cameroon. Yeah. It's just like a really Cameroon. sweet tobacco. Okay. Typically, Cameroon is grown in the in Africa. country of Cameroon mm -hmm. in Africa. And... Um, uh, that's the wrapper that's on like the short story, the Don Carlos of uh, Arturo Fuente. Yep. Um, I almost always have some Nub Cameroons hanging around. Yep. It's such the a, Nub Cameroon, it's such a same great, thing. Great, solid little quick smoke. Yep. The Roma Craft Baca also has that African Cameroon on it. Okay. A number of years ago, um, um, Julio uh, Aroa, who's Husto's dad, um, who is. Uh, they're in cahoots making the Aladino cigars down in Honduras. Okay. Um, brought, he loves Cameroon. Uh, he brought some of the seed over and tried growing it in Honduras. And um, what's really uh, interesting about uh, what they've done is that they, because of how they cultivate it and the fact that the soil's different and the yeah, the, the, whole, the, the climate's the, the terroir, different. Everything's different. But over they this. do a lot more hands-on, caring, and kind of, to use a kind of vernacular, kind of stroking the the tobacco as it's growing. You know, giving it, they give it a lot more love than than it gets over in Africa. And, the, and I know that sounds horrible, but the way they do it is so it ends up being smoother, not quite as veiny. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, a lot softer. It's more velvety than a typical typical Cameroon wrapper would be, and so it, it's got a little bit more creaminess to it. Those Cameroon nuances are still there, but it's a very different thing trying the um, Honduran Cameroon versus a Cameroon the from African Africa. Cameroon. Yeah, Interesting. which tends to be more uh, mottled in color, mm -hmm. and like I said, thicker veins, and um, uh, a lot toothier. Now, is this where you you visited 
Yes. You visited this was, this, this was the farm we went to. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice smoke. Hmm. I was surprised they came as soon as they did. I figured, you know, these these limited editions uh, usually take two, three months after the trade show to show up. I know, up. right? Usually we don't see stuff till the end of the year or sometimes even, like, next year. Yeah. I thought yeah. they were going to be late. Because this was, like, Aladino was one of the only companies that wasn't giving any samples and their new stuff at the trade show. Mm. So I, well, it, it, Maybe it, they couldn't because they already shipped. Yeah. Well, no, it's, I mean, with how limited it is, he probably didn't want to, you know, take anything out to um, give them out, I guess. Because mm. isn't there, is there another cigar that they're coming out there with? There is. There's the Aladino Black. Yeah. So, that's yeah. coming out. That's a Sumatra wrapper, if I remember right. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, mm. this is so good. I'm like having a hard time talking. It's it's, it's pretty <laughs> relaxing to have a whiskey and a cigar. You know, um, let's talk a little bit about what's coming up at Twins. Um, the next big event is on August 12th. We have Jeremy Reeves from Cornell and Deal coming to the shop. Uh, big Savinelli and Peterson Pipe Show. Uh, Jeremy will be there for that. We'll have Tequila Talia with us too. She'll be doing a tequila tasting. At that event, um, thirty bucks gets you uh, three different tequilas, and if you do the tequila tasting and decide to buy a pipe, you can put that thirty bucks that you paid for the tequila toward the pipe. Boom. Perfect. You can't go wrong with that, right? Can't go wrong with that. And um, then later on that afternoon, we have the second annual Pipe Club dinner with Jeremy Reeves. He'll be doing a, a, a blending demonstration of. Um, Dexter's Secret Pipe Tobacco, and I'm excited about that. Mediterranean dinner, four glasses of wine, dessert, four bowls of pipe tobacco, and you get a tin of Dexter's Secret with it. It's going to be a fantastic time and a, a great, great meal. And I can tell you that because I have sampled all the food, and it's really good. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Do we have tickets left for that? I had um, those three last I checked. Yeah, it's it's basically sold out. We can we can put, you know, three more people in it, but it's, you know, all, if yeah. What do you want me to tell people that are asking? There's space for two, maybe three people left, okay. and then it's and then it's done. Okie dokie, you know. But uh, um, I'll be surprised if they uh, are still here in a couple of days. The um, uh, my newsletter went out for the. It goes to all the Pipe Club members uh, this evening around 6 o'clock. So I think those last few tickets are going to go really quick. So mm. if I have my eye on a particular pipe, mm -hmm. can I ask you guys ahead of time to make sure that shows up for that pipe show? You could. Okay. You could. You could, definitely. I don't want to say I what have... it is because someone else is going to come scoop it before me. I, ha I have that kind of authority. Okay. Yeah. Yep. As long as they have it in stock. Yep. Okay. All right. So, uh, and then uh, on the 24th of uh, August, can you believe it's August? I don't know. Mm. I can't believe it's Years August. Years flying, flying by. You know, you know what annoyed me though today? 
So you, 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 you get people coming in, they're complaining about the 75 degree weather, saying it's cold. And they're like, oh, winter's coming. Hey, it's dry. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's dry. It's beautiful outside. <laughs> like, and you were just complaining outside. about the fact that it was 90 and humid. Right. Yep. It doesn't matter what the weather is. Like, this is beautiful summer weather. And they're like, oh, it should be 85. I'm like, I ain't even. But August 24th, that's a Thursday at Londonderry. Who store Roa of Aladino is going to be here, and, and live and uh, in person, where he's going to also be uh, hosting a uh, paella dinner, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we're working out the details on how to take part in that, as we speak, but uh, that's going to be a fantastic time. Husto is one of the nicest guys, I love him, and, and uh, you know I'm not just saying that because I was at the farm. Earlier this year, I've always liked Husto and his cigars. And, um, you know, he seems to do winners every single time. This, so far, is right up there. No exception uh, on that list. This is very enjoyable. The burn is great. Um, the ash is really nice holding on there. Um, What's the filler in here? Honduran is all they're just saying. Honduran. But they're not saying what region... What priming, how old it is, okay. nothing. Just that it's a Honduran Puro. Pat, how do you feel about the Cameroon? No, I, I we did the um the Aladino Cameroon, like the regular Coraline one they make. Yep. Probably like that was probably six months. Uh, yeah, it was probably six months ago. It was a while ago. Mm. And I did like a kind of a big thing. I think they're doing really good. Um, like I really, really like African Cameroon because obviously Pat Fuente, Fuente uses primarily African Cameroon, most of their core lines. Oh, okay. But I think like they, it's, it's, it's like they, they took African Cameroon and I'm not going to say they made it better, but they made it equal. Mm. It's just different. It's just a different kind of Cameroon, you know, yeah. usually like when you, it's 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 I, it's really hard to explain what my opinion of it like no, like yeah. it, it's they they took it and it's still like you still feel like you're smoking a Cameroon but it's different. The you know essence what I mean? is there, but they've manipulated it. it yeah, to like their it's, own flavor it's profile. yeah, it's like grapes and terroir where you grow the same grape but in a different area. And you yeah, like a different they, way you're gonna get a different wine or same thing with beer. They hops. did a really good job putting kind of a Honduran twang on it, but still yeah. it's still Cameroon. Like if. You gave me the cigar and didn't tell me what the wrapper was. Like, I could probably say it's Cameroon. It's okay. still right there. Is anyone doing a Cameroon wrapper with a Nicaraguan tobacco? Because those are two that I tend to enjoy separately. I don't, I don't know if I've ever had them Did together. you just ask Kuitaka Surfing if, if the audio was low? She has a CC program, and I wanted to make sure that it was loud enough for her program to work. So, yes. <laughs> okay. There's, there's nothing like asking a deaf person if the sound is too. <laughs> well, you need me to turn it up. Her response was, "Wow, quiet." <laughs> so, <laughs> the top-notch operation. <laughs> uh, so I assume that not it wasn't the audio was not loud enough for a CC program to work properly. So I adjust the volume. Why wasn't it adjusted properly before? What, what what's what's what do we keep it oh low or, do we keep it low every week yeah. i don't have a magic stick that tells yes. me how everybody else hears it on their devices 
That'd be kind of impossible. But, um, I think the, um, doesn't Romacraft's the, um, bot... Oh my god, I just completely just blanked out of what I was saying. The Baca. Doesn't the Baca have some Nicaraguan fillers in it? Uh, I believe so, yeah. With a Cameroon wrapper? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I tend to like Nicaraguan fillers the most. We have but then I, I definitely really enjoy Cameroon wrappers too. Mm. So and then I was looking for that. You have those um, two combined to see what Miami Tobacco makes the Africa, but it's a Cameroon binder. But okay. then it's Nicaraguan fillers. I believe it's a Habano wrapper. I might be wrong on that. Okay. Where the, you do get some of that Cameroon. It's it's unique because it's the binder, but you do get those Cameroon characteristics, and it's a Nicaraguan forward cigar. So was you, was one of the West Tampa a Cameroon? No, no, no they no. didn't have a Cameroon. What no. was what was the red one? The red one's a San Andreas. Um, San Andreas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what have you been up to, Dan? You know, it's summertime. It's so summertime. It's, uh, it's peak beer business. Peak beer business. But uh, I've been doing a lot of golf and smoking cigars on the golf course. Yes, mm. I uh, I took the game up uh, three years ago. Yeah. Because I realized I was sending my sales guys off to golf constantly <laughs> at events, and I thought, why aren't I going? <laughs> so, <laughs> bought myself a set of clubs, and uh, yeah, I've been on the course quite a bit this uh, this summer, so I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And I I will tell you, I mean, there is such a cigar culture mm. uh on golf courses and there's some great there's some great events and uh this event is coming up uh c-a-n-h yeah yep we'll talk a little bit about that it's a big acronym so yeah so the cigar association of new hampshire is the uh obviously the group that advocates for premium tobacco in new hampshire um so that i forget what the date is i know it's the 30th right it's a, it's on a friday it's at the end of august i'll look it up it's even like though a, it's, it's been sold out forever but yeah i think it it's the last friday of august whichever day that falls on and it's just like a huge golf tournament there's 18 different manufacturers that attend it and then at each hole on the course you get a free cigar with whichever manufacturer sponsored that hole it is it is an epic event yeah it's like you walk out of there with like 30 cigars it's insane but it's a good time too, and again, it's like a cigar industry golf tournament. So it's mm -hmm. you know you see that's a lot awesome. of people you know, and yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, you're yeah, that's that's you're one playing of the ones that, we, right, Pat? We look forward to. You've been out much this year? The weather? No, like I, I, I'm not like I have some friends that are golf when it rains out. I won't golf when it rains out. It's miserable. So I, I've been out. Got maybe. your cigar wet? Just doesn't work. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> So I, I have not golfed like at all. I golfed more in the winter than I did so far this summer. Jeez. Yeah, I, I will say the one thing that they don't have, they'll have on courses in the clubhouse sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, a little humidor. But, man, if they put those on the uh, on the beer cart, mm. I don't know the legalities of that. That's probably why it hasn't <laughs> happened to this point, but that would be pretty fantastic. <laughs> Do you have a favorite course that you've been playing lately? Um, you know what? I've been trying to hit a little bit of everything around here. I've been doing a bunch of Passaconaway over in uh, Litchfield, and um, there's some cool courses, you know, way up north in the mountain, the White Mountains and stuff like that. Yeah. Got some of those, and uh, yeah, but uh, enjoying it. And, you know, I'll probably probably go through about three cigars on 18 holes. You know, so That's it's, it? uh, it's, it's, well, <laughs> it all depends if I forget them. 
<laughs> yeah, then you have to I have, another I have, one. I have a real problem where uh, yeah. we sell cigar clips. I have <laughs> I have lost a tremendous amount of cigars because I put them on a putting green and I just walked away and I forgot about it and you know so it's a bit of a running joke uh, with the guys that I golf with about well, how many sounds like sounds like you're uh, picking up lessons from Kurt. Yeah, well, and then I he buy, doesn't have to. And then I buy all the the, the accessories, you know, that, yeah. that you clip your cigar into, yep, and yep. then you return the cart and you forget to take the clip. So yeah. then I lose the accessory. The and golf the cigar. clip is one of the most repeated sales mm-hmm. items we have at the store. Yep, it's it's, uh, uh, it's habitual it's, uh, habitual offenders of, of losing mm-hmm. clips and, and cigars. Yeah, and you wonder who's keeping them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some. Uh, there's got to be some kid at the at the golf. There's got to be some box <laughs> that gotta... has like eighty. Yeah. What is this? What are these things that people keep leaving? You know. Yeah, he's got to start reselling them back to me. I think that would be uh, that'd be beneficial <laughs> for all of us. They're probably on eBay. You can mean. Like, yeah, that's that's true. fifty bucks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's primarily what I've this been up was to used this summer. By fucking, you know, <laughs> hey, hey. I don't I don't get to take you know long stretches off it. Uh, you know, or big big blocks in the summer just because mm-hmm. it's our busiest season. So yeah, sure. Try to try to be around as much as possible. Have you been brewing anything special for the summer? Um, yeah, we have a bunch of we have a bunch of beers out and, and a bunch of beers coming. I do need to bring you guys. We had talked about the pickle beer last time. Yes, and the pickle beer came out. So, but you didn't bring the pickle beer. I, I have. I have uh, four yeah. packs set aside for you guys, so you can try the pickle okay. beer. All yeah. right. I didn't think it was really an appropriate cigar pairing beer. I just that's have, true. Haven't found the appropriate that's cigar. True. When are we pair. doing the podcast maybe, at maybe, the brewery? Yeah, maybe a street taco. Like a street taco might be able to hang with a pickle beer, but you're um, assuming he has Wi-Fi there, Dave. I, th- I think we, we could probably pull that off. That'd be I, can, I can do. I mean, I don't know if I can handle this level of professionalism, but I'm sure we. Can. <laughs> yeah, hey now, hey now, it was a rough night, all right? I'm sure we can. Uh, I'm sure we rush, can figure rush, out rush. how to pull it off. <laughs> I was distracted due to Dan's crap. Dave, Dave, Dave. You pull it together, Dave. Here we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're live. Here we are. And another Supposedly awkward moment of silence. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, how about you, Dan? What have you been doing this summer? Uh, working. I've been I've been at Twins. <laughs> yeah, I've been at Twins. I, I'm in one of those. I'm in one of those uh, things where I'm uh, because I'm I do the buying for Twins. It made sense for me to kind of have my time here during the week, and. Um, since these businesses are usually, you know, operating in normal business hours, that's kind of mirrored my schedule because that's when stuff gets done. So I've been doing the, you know, you know, nine to five kind of shift. And at first, you know, having worked in retail and then before that in the church, which is 24 seven, you know, I, I was like, wow, you mean I can have Saturday and Sunday off? I haven't had Saturday and Sunday off since, you know, who knows what. I thought this was going to be great, you know. But n- now it's like because I open up the store every day, right, I have to be here. I get here at like 8, 8.15 every morning to, you know, not only open up, but then I, you know, get ready for the day. I, I have, I, I have uh, you know, to-do list that I make for myself, you know, kind of organize and plan my day out, plan the day for the tobacconists that are there, if there are projects or things that need done. And so, you know, I get about 45 minutes of time for me to, you know, get the day ready to go. And, you know, but coming here and then leaving at five, everything, so I'm here when everything's open. So it's like, I haven't been to the doctors. I haven't been, I haven't, I, 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 
like a month and a half ago, and I think Pat knows this. I don't know if Dave does, but um, I had to get my I had to get new tires on my car, and took them took them to a a, a tire place up here in, in Londonderry. <clears throat> Got a great set of tires and left. Well, one of them isn't sitting right inside the the whole setup, and so there's a slow leak. And there's nothing. There's not a leak in the. You know what I mean? It's not like it has a nail or something. It's on the rim. It's on the. It's. It just wasn't quite put on right. And so once or twice a week, I'm stopping, and getting getting air in the in the tire, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can't take the thing back to the shop because I'm constantly here when the place is open, and by the time I get out, they're closed. And so I'm like three. You know, now it's up to three times a week. I'm. I'm. You know, keeping the tire pressure. It's it's ridiculous. I'm starting to be like, what what the heck? How am I going to live? I can't go to the dentist. I can't see the doctor. I can't get my car fixed. I feel like I opened a Pandora's box there, Dan. Jeez, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. How bad and is your now, summer stuff? And now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking maybe working Saturday or Sunday wouldn't be so bad because then I'd have a day during the week when I could get crap done. Just need, just need the weekday. You need one weekday to get all that stuff done. Oh my gosh! That's, yeah, you're not kidding. I, I have Wednesdays and Saturdays off. So oh, that, you know, you're, you're living. You're living yeah, the dream. I'm living the life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And Pat, how about you? <laughs> yes, it's been, it's been good. Yeah, been good. Yeah, Fuente. <laughs> Smoking cigars, you know, not doing legal reading, so nothing to complain about. When's the next semester start? Uh, next week. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I try to forget what the day is. Do you know when your school starts? It's in like a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, two weeks. Summer break is short. It's mm-hmm. very short. It's real short. Especially when it rains every day. How right, much okay. longer do you have? Uh, I will have taken the bar exam a year from now. <laughs> For the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only time, Dan. One and done. Yeah, all right. Yeah. No shame in doing it more than once. That is not an easy thing to pass. Mm-mm. Plenty of friends who have gone through that system. Nope. Nope. Um, let me see here. Da ba. Uh, uh, How about you, Dave? What about me? What? With what the you, bar? What have you, no, you been doing on your, passing the bar? What have you been doing on your Wednesdays <laughs> and Saturdays? Uh, jeez. World of Warcraft. No, actually, it's Diablo 4. I was going to say, yeah, all my buddies are playing Diablo. I assume they're into that. Diablo 4, yeah. It's been a weird summer, though. I'd say potato. It's just, it's rained almost every day. with my girlfriend. Yeah, it's true. Almost every every day off I've had, it's been raining. The only exception was this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday was the first nice day in weeks. Yeah. Take my mom out to lunch. That's good. Doing that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let's do the uh, 724 flashback. Dun, dun, right dun. The 724 flashback, flashback, looking at important moments in history. Brought to you by 724 Cigars. Smoke a piece of history. Absolutely unequal. And in 1936, on this day, the Olympics began, hosted by Adolf Hitler in Nazi Germany. Yay! Boo. And yes, and uh, Hitler was hoping that the Olympics were going to show off uh, his theory of white supremacy, and uh, much to his chagrin, uh, this didn't uh, pan out so well. Yeah, this dude, <laughs> this dude Jesse Owens showed up. 
who broke a number of records and won four gold medals, made a record for the uh, long jump that took 50 years to break after he made it. And basically, you know, Hitler was like just completely embarrassed that this African guy totally beat all of the, all of his master race, you know, and uh, very, very interesting. So that's what happened. Uh, and on this, this day, week. 30 years ago, my dad was born. Oh, there you go. 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, 30 by what? <laughs> Happy we, birthday, Ken. We, we talking cat years or something? <laughs> that math you know, doesn't work. Dog, dog, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That meant he would have had you when he was like seven. We get stuff done quick in Chamberlain. <laughs> yes, the Chamberlains are very virile people. Very, very. Yeah, we, we won't go there. <laughs> Do you want to go there, Pat? You don't seem all that. I don't know what the hell's going on here. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting podcast this week. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know what's there. Huh? Is the cigar changing for anybody as it's smoking or is it staying consistent? Are you enjoying it? Are you getting, you know. I feel like it's pretty pretty darn smooth. Uh, it, it, it doesn't smooth. like like it doesn't seem to be building too much. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy smoke all the way through. Pat, I'd say it gets a lot more earthy towards like the second third, and the sweetness kind of goes to the background. Mm -hmm. It's like that Honduran, you know, like that creamy earth you kind of get in all those. Like the Crow Reserve is like, I guess in the beginning of it, it's like the best. Like right now, like, I feel like I'm smoking a Crow Reserve. It's just a little mm. different. It has a little bit more sweetness. Because mm -hmm. the original Crow Reserves, well, I guess there's only one, but the ones I'm referring to is, um, I don't really, there's not really a lot of sweetness at all in the Crow Reserve, to me at least. It's more of like spice, cream, earth. Well, I think it's a more of a different sweetness. It's like, Spicy sweetness. So I don't get any sweetness in it, personally. So this one here just puts like... I'm getting a lot of sweetness from this. No, this one, yeah, but I'm saying the uh, just the core reserves are, to me, like there's not any sweetness to them, which isn't a bad thing. But this one here is just that blend, but it just puts that sweetness in there. I think that the creamy earthy sounds like a weird descriptor, but that nails it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creamy Earth. You heard it here first. <clears throat> so, what what is it about Diablo that everyone's playing? Well, the it, it's the fourth one that's come out, and the Hence first the name one, Diablo Four. And the first one came out in like '98. I played that one. So yeah, I haven't. Played so any I have since. I have the original Windows ninety eight CD ROM. Oh seriously, <laughs> and so it takes it takes them like pretty much ten years between each game to come out with a new one, and that's 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 like why there's such a huge a huge thing out mm. and following for it. It's because there's such a, a long a long wait between each game that they come out. But uh, another one of those is like uh, Elder Scrolls. Like what? Uh, Elder Scrolls. Remember, you have a deaf person listening and, uh, to the podcast, so you have to enunciate. Yes, I guess. You're, 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 uh, you're playing so this. The, so C C Skyrim was the last Elder Scrolls game. And, that came... and this is all collaborative stuff online where you're playing with other people, right? Skyrim, no. Skyrim's by Diablo. You're, you're, you're right? Diablo. This time, yeah. Okay. Usually it's it's like you can play with like you know other people, but this one is like is more like a 
kind of like an MMO, almost, yeah. almost there, but not quite. But the last uh, Elder Scrolls game came out on eleven eleven eleven. So that's a, a while ago. Yes. Is there a significance to it coming out again on something that isn't like two 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 two? I don't know. No. Well, that passed, so guess not. <laughs> but uh, Pat, do video, video, game, video <laughs> games ever stay in your life, or do they go away? I, I played a lot when I was in college, but I, I haven't had time. I'll pick up. I like a sports game. Yeah. And the uh, I, I t- I'll, I'll have to admit this is orange first humans. This is this little this little <laughs> yeah more like basketball football you know things of that nature mm-hmm. golf. But uh, a buddy got me into sim racing uh, during the pandemic. Yeah. You know? So like you sit in the full rig and you know yeah, you, yeah, got yeah. The, you got the shifters and you got the force feedback and the wheel and all that stuff. So that was that was my big pandemic spend is uh, getting the the sim racing rig, and it, it's <laughs> it, it, what a little community that is. It's it's pretty wild. I actually just picked up a uh, a whole thing, but I don't have the I don't have the rig. Oh, I have yeah. the the wheel, the shifter, and the pedals and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you like have that. that, and then you upgrade so, it, then you upgrade it. It's one of those damn hobbies. That, I know that's that, why that gets really expensive real fast. Kind of like pipe smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say cigars and pipe. One of the for, for if you get like a really good rig, it's like two grand. Yeah. You know, so it's like not anywhere in my future. So, but yeah, yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy when you when you hook it up and. um uh, I I played it with with uh, Forza Horizon Five, and yep. uh, you know you you drive you go from driving like you know like a, a brand new Bronco, mm-hmm. you know, and you're you can feel the control start to leave at like 80 miles per hour and stuff like that yeah. on the highway, uh, and then you drive something like you know 2.5 million dollar McLaren, and it's like you're going like 160, and you can you can just like lay back and like you know you can paddle just shifters yeah paddles it's it's crazy it's like you really feel it it's unbelievable. Got to get you in a rig, Dan. <laughs> that would be interesting. I have you could you could actually drive if a Countach actually... and be comfortable. Yeah. I got I got a I got one buddy who does it, uh, but he only does old classic cars. Mm. So he's actually part of this racing league. Yeah. He does. It's just, so it's like a wooden wheel and the old shifter, and he just races classic cars and, uh, online. It's pretty mm. it's pretty wild. Do you guys do the 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 PC one that's like legit? Yeah. Like yeah yeah yeah. I mean it's it, it's I mean there's tournaments there's there's money to be won and yeah, uh, it's, pretty it's, yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff these days. <clears throat> Yeah, James Crocker has one of those. And you can rigs. smoke a yes. while you're, while you're, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually where I got the the kit from. It's his his old one. He bought a new one. I got his his old kit. One. Well, the 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 steering wheel. Oh, so that was that was hit. He's the guy who's been buying it. You just kind of you got his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I used to be into the whole sports car thing until i got into a sports car and getting out is the <laughs> yeah yeah i i actually got myself into a a, a countach lamborghini countach really? and then i was like you know what this is not nearly as comfortable as, <laughs> as I, thought I thought it would be, be yeah. and the controls were all like black on on neon orange it was like horrible like nothing that i would you know <laughs> For a hundred, for a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car, it the whoever made it had the poorest possible color choices, ever. And then, you know, it took me about fifteen minutes to get out of the car, <laughs> ten minutes to figure out how to open the door, 
That that car must have been on every poster and every. Oh kid's my gosh! I, I actually had to, I actually had to crawl out arms first. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Yeah, we had the posters. We had we had the the transformers. Uh, everything. The, the, yeah. There's a funny thing about that that original Countach too mm-hmm. is to reverse. There's no mirror. So you have yeah. to you have to open the gull wing door on the side. You got to stick, <laughs> stick your head out in reverse. And it's a boat of a sports car. It's it's gigantic. Seventeen feet. Yeah, it yeah. is a boat. Yeah. They made a new version of it. Um, I think just last year. Uh, uh, what they remade the Countach? Yeah, they made, oh. they, made, they, made, they made a modern day Countach. Oh, that's yeah, really yeah, it, it was yeah. cool. Because yeah. uh, that was cool. a V twelve. That was like a Mack truck engine in a car. Wild. That's crazy. And it had like it's it's kind of funny to talk about the horsepower now, oh, but back then yeah. it was like woo. But yeah. it's actually like 140 horse. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's like, not very fast. <laughs> would you ever <laughs> like go back bullets. to playing video games, Pat? If you had the time, would you do it? Whereas the only reason you're not doing it because you don't really have time. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, there's some games I like to play, but yeah, I just I don't think I'm gonna have time in the near future. Yeah, well, I'm the same way. So what what games would you go back and do if you could? Uh, that's a good one. I don't know. Probably like The Witcher, and that's what I was playing during mm-hmm. COVID. Uh, there's like a new, like the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order came out. I always tell yep. myself I want to play that whenever I get time. I don't know, stuff like that, like single player games probably. I wouldn't get back into Counter-Strike again because it takes way too much time. So I don't... <laughs> yeah, like that Diablo stuff. i got buddies every night, four hours. They, they'll jump on and they're all, yeah, you know, see, I, I just can't, in the I can't, like, I can't I keep doing that. I don't, I don't have that. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have it in me anymore either. Those games, they can suck you in and then you just, you know, your time is just gone. Yeah, if you have an addictive personality, you have to watch yep. out for those things. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So still, still smoking good. Still yes, smoking is. very good. Yeah, this is a good. Cigar. We're in the we're in the final third here. So now I heard a customer say, and I think I know who that customer was, Pat, that said this was the best Aladino cigar, period, in their opinion. Mm-hmm. Did I hear correctly? That is what that customer said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. What what's your take on this? Would you put this as one of Aladino's best, somewhere in the middle? I mean, we all we're all in agreement. It's a great cigar, right? I mean, no one's. Oh, I definitely think it's one of their best, right next to the Reserve. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the favorite one I've had. I think That's I've had about five different Aladinos, and I, this is my favorite. Okay, I've, I've liked all of them. I thought they were all solid cigars. Yep, um, yep. But I, I think this is. My Hand favorite. me an Aladino, and I'll happily smoke it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what I it have. Is, yeah. I have my personal taste preferences. But it doesn't matter. You know, if Aladino makes it, I'm going to enjoy it. So let's not interrupt Pat this time and let him talk. Um, I don't know. I would have to – I feel like I need to smoke it like a month from now to kind of judge it. I think it's – like its raw potential, like off the truck is up there. But, you know, like the – like the number four Crow Reserve, which is the one that they just shelved mm-hmm. to put this one out, is in my opinion the best one, and that's tied with the Cameroon Queens. So, mm. I think this one has the potential of being the best one. I just think again, like it needs to just sit in the humidor, just not being on a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke it again, but what's, what's the price point on these guys? Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, yeah. nice. So it's like priced at where the Crow Reserves would be. Yeah. 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 I thought that'd be a twenty dollars cigar. That's good. Oh, that's good. There you go. 
You're smoking a 20 for only 16. It's, it's fantastic. It's a deal. It's a win. How do you like it with the with the uh, slain? I think it goes great with the slain. I think it was yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, slain's one of those pairings that's kind of a safe bet. I think because it's um, triple cask, it kind of goes with almost every... I haven't had a cigar that it had... I mean, there's better pairings than some when it comes to it, but like I've never had slain with any cigar and been like, wow, that was awful. Mm. Let's, Michelle can look at that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Nice smoking glass. glass. I don't have anything more to smoke, but, well, a glass anyways. We'll smoke some beers. Smoke some beers. Oh, smoke some burr. Yeah. That adds like a caramely taste to the slain. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I think the pairing was really good. It was a good pick, Pat. I think if you bought both of these at the lounge, I think it only comes out to 22 bucks for a single of slain and then the cigar. It's not a bad evening out. No. It's cheaper than McDonald's. <laughs> it's a good start to an evening out. It's a good start to an evening out. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my. Well, final thoughts on this? Yay, nay? Yay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Two yays, a yep, and a yes. I think when we have Husto mm -hmm. here in a few weeks, I think we should smoke it again and maybe see uh, how it is when it sits. I think that would be a good idea. be nice if we could do a special podcast while he's here or something. Oh, too. yeah, it would. If he's open to that, I'm sure he would be. Very good. All right. Well, let's take the opportunity and switch over to our pipe tobacco. Where is the uh, <laughs> uh, tin? Dave's not. Oh, Dave's, Dave hasn't done. No. Nope. Okay. Well, let me... Uh, see this is not my best night for being prepared it seems oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. from the oh, oh. <laughs> giving me all the crap yeah well <laughs> it's, it's easy to do um oh. uh, from the tin uh, little gold dust from 724 briary blends Bright and mahogany Virginias are blended with dark-fired Kentucky to create this special blend with notes of lemon citrus, hay, and smoked cedar, along with a stewed fruit sweetness. Little Gold Dust was the name of R.G. Sullivan's 10-cent cigar, which he later named 724. Oh, it became yeah. the, uh, the, the world-famous brand that it is today. Um, Briary blends are a... Piped back extension of the 724 brand and line. Um, there are now five uh, uh, pipe tobacco blends out, uh, of which this is the fourth. The fifth is a 603 roast, which is a coffee aromatic. And that joins Dexter's Secret, which is the tobacco we're going to be smoking at the uh, pipe tobacco dinner, which is an English blend, an English flake. And then uh, Queen City, one of my favorites, which is a uh, Virginia Perique blend, and Boston Tea Party, which is a Burley and uh, Oriental blend. Um, but uh, good stuff. This has been fun to do. It's been a project that uh, I've been working on with uh, Kurt and uh, Kaz Walters from La DC Distribution Group and Jeremy Reeves from Cornell and Deal. 
<clears throat> and um, it's been fun bringing these five blends to market and with the introduction of uh, Little Gold Dust and 603 Roast, we're kind of rounding out that uh, um, pipe tobacco line. Um, we, may, we may add something in the future, but right now we're taking a break Almost a and letting these, letting these get there. So I'm a dark fire Kentucky guy. I like that smoky, nutty, kind of earthy uh, uh, flavor. And with this particular uh, um, blend of Virginia's, you really get something very unique, I think, with this. And um, <clears throat> speaking of awesome, mm -hmm. the Winnie oh, Amber the Ale. The look at that. The old go-to. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. This is a this this is a banger though. Huh? That's really good. You like it? Yeah. Like I, I I'm the same smoky way. Smoky um, lemon zest. You really introduced me to those those Boulder Kentucky. Like I get mm -hmm. barbecue when I smoke those, yeah. and I just love that. Uh, but yeah, I get I get kind of the hay and the lemon mm -hmm. off this. It's, it's it's brighter for sure. Mm-hmm. But you still get that smoke, dark mm -hmm. smokiness to it. Mm -hmm. But it's a, that that kind of lemony zest. I really, really like with mm -hmm. this. It's something very different that's out there, and I think I think was last week or the week before someone was talking to me about this. I think it was on the podcast, and I said that it was this the closest thing that I could think of to this would be um, Gawath Hogarth's Kentucky uh, Gold. Kentucky Gold. Uh, mm -hmm. Well. Kendall Gold. Oh, Kendall Gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kendall, Kendall Gold. gold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I like this just as much. That's a good warm weather summer smoke. Yeah. Very, very, it's very, very nice. What are you picking up, Dave? Like, the first thing that happens is, is the lemon zest just, mm -hmm. like, coats my palate. And I, um, I try, I'm, I've been trying to do Oh, what's his name? I can't remember what his name is, but he had said that uh, uh, not to retrohale mm -hmm. as often because it overwhelms your palate. Yeah. And I feel like with uh, that's literally been like my problem is because sometimes I'll smoke and I retrohale so much that by the end of the smoke, it doesn't even really taste like anything or very good anymore. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been trying not to, and that's really been helping me enjoy it the full length of the bowl instead of retrohaling every single pop, you know? Mm. And, uh, like the first thing I get from this is just that, bam, that lemon zest. It's just crazy. How do you think it goes with the beer? It goes pretty good. Uh, what's neat about this beer. So this is Winnie. It's our Amber ale. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was the very first beer we've ever made. And I think it's one of the only beers that stayed with us, uh, all 11 years so far and still, uh, top seller for us, a top seller in the state. Um, but it's nice, it's clean, it's crisp, but it's got a, a definite, distinct little sweetness mm -hmm. from some of the Belgian malts um, mm -hmm. that we use in there. And uh, it's just, it pairs nice. When did you guys update the cans? Uh, just this summer. So we've got some new new can label art. You can see uh, good old little Lake Winnipesaukee in the back. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, yeah, so those are out there. And, actually, we, we did something pretty wild this year. We like to we like to kind of innovate as much as we possibly can. Um, 
pun intended. <laughs> but I'm I see what you did there. Yeah, we were we were one of the very first brands into cans in the state of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and we've just come out with something brand new. So instead of the old traditional 12 ounce 12 pack mm-hmm. that you get in beer, you can now buy 16 a 16 ounce bulk pack. So it's a 16 ounce nine pack, and it comes in basically a cube. Yeah, yeah. So those just hit Market Basket and the Hannafords and all the oh, and all the big stores really? out there. That's because sweet. Everyone wants pounders. Everyone wants mm-hmm. the full sixteen ounce beer. So mm-hmm. we finally said, okay, you know, we're kind of putting the twelves to bed, and the the sixteen ounce cans are just here to stay now. And it's I think it's the first real sixteen ounce bulk pack that you can buy in a store. I have one of those bulk pack bulk packages of uh, session ale at my house. Right ah, now. nice. Yep. Love that, and we just uh, we 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 had a big moment the other day. I don't know if last time I was on the podcast we had we had won this at this point, but we just won a uh, we won a bronze medal, the World Beer Cup mm, for our, for our summer dude. session ale mm-hmm. uh, for in the session IPA category, which is one of the biggest categories that they have. So never thought we'd we'd pull something like Who that knows, off. man that's freaking yeah. sick that's we're, awesome we're pretty excited because that's it's that's the biggest beer competition in the world well, you guys deserve it man your stuff rocks so thank you very much appreciate it you going for silver next year go yeah, always uh we have the great american beer fest coming up in uh october mm-hmm. that's in denver so we'll uh we'll be making an appearance there we'll get gold when we do our yeah yeah, yeah. all right <laughs> Yep. That so the uh, yeah the the top secret uh, custom beer project that mm-hmm. uh, six oh three and twins and uh, Pat's been helping us drive that from the twin side. But we've been designing a basically a beer and it, it's coming to be it's pretty complex beer now that's supposed to really pair well with uh, beer you can smoke. Tobacco, tobacco. <laughs> yep. So that'll be a fun release, and we'll we'll definitely bring it here and, and do that with you boys. Yeah, we got to do that. We'll get platinum. Now, when is when is that <laughs> new category? Yeah, new category. When What's is that platinum? going to be out? Do you think? Um, if we <clears throat> about a month from when we brew it. So if we brew it in September, we should be looking October for it to come out. Pipe Toberfest. Pipe Toberfest. Yeah. Actually, we have we have a bunch of fun beers coming out in October and whatnot. We have we we have we got a real popular pumpkin beer that comes out. Um, we do one batch every year, and it sells out in about twenty four to forty eight hours. Really, that quick? Yeah, it's it's got no. a it's got a bit of a cult following. No. Uh, we do an, another pumpkin beer that we put out to the stores, which is a larger mass distribution. But well, the, the original All toasted right. pumpkin. We need to have you on the podcast for that, yeah, just so well, we can actually have it. it it'll, <laughs> that that's fun because yeah, the flavors are just massive coming out of that. Uh, I can bring in some Tatuahe pumpkin spices. That would for be it. yeah, because there's huge cinnamon and nutmeg, and you know. Mm-hmm. Coming off and clove and coming off that beer. So, oh, that'd be yeah, if we, if we can awesome pair, episode. we can pair a nice full-bodied cigar with that. That would yeah. be a that'd be a fun pairing. Pumpkin spice yeah. cigar would go great with that. You know, that would be extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fall is kind of the uh, the fall is a great time for beer. <laughs> you know, that's every time's a great time. That, that's for beer. Yeah, that that transition from the the light summer stuff to the more rich, uh, cooler weather stuff is always fun. Yeah. All right, so, you know, Nick, who isn't with us tonight, he, he's not on social media at all. His wife basically forbids it, and probably for good reason. He'd never be off if he was ever on, so can't do it. But I know the rest of us have that. How much time do you spend on that on a given day? You know, I remember 
um, when I was getting back into the cigar business, you know, I created the the Pastor Padron and Sacred Smokes handles to kind of rebuild my cigar persona, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff online. And um, it got to the point, especially with Twitter, where I was spending you mean three, X? three to four hours a day answering you know, and responding to texts. And it was like getting in the way of work, getting in the way of my own life. And I basically just had to kind of pull way back and uh, not deal with that. But uh, how, how, how do you guys deal with that? You all have those things. You've got that at work. You've got your stuff. Pat, you've got the, your cigar reviews that you do and stuff like that. How much time do you give to that stuff? Honestly, like not much anymore like it's just like it got tiring you know and it's like for what (laughs) you know so it's like i mean now probably like once every couple months i'll put a post up on instagram i'm barely on it anymore and like uh here's a picture of the moon here's a picture um, here's a picture of the moon moon. (laughs) you know and like like a lot of the stuff that goes on instagram I don't even post to Instagram. I post it on Facebook, and it automatically pushes it mm-hmm. to Instagram. Yeah. So, but the only thing I've actually posted to Instagram was the for the Briar Bastards. Mm-hmm. You know, that was it you know, yeah. for the, like months. You know, but everything else was just a, a push from Facebook. But uh, even Facebook, it's like I don't know, maybe twenty minutes a day total from morning to night. I'm, I'm mm. I, you know, I just don't have time for it. What about you, Pat? I probably don't spend enough time on it. I don't really get sucked into social media. I mean, like, well, you get all these cigar groups, you know. I'm sure you got the beer groups that you're in and everything. I observe. You observe. I don't participate. Mm-hmm. You like, know, whenever I actually post a review, I haven't really been doing it a lot. I'll get, like, a lot of, like, DMs and questions and stuff. And then, like, like so I feel like if I spent time and I kept doing it, it would blow up. You know, it, it would definitely expand. But I also, like, know that when school comes around, I have enough time to, like, because yeah. you, you have to, like, actively <clears throat> be on that stuff all the time. And, like, mm. like there's times of day that. It's like a part-time job. It really yeah, is. Yeah. Like, there's certain times of day that you want to post stuff when people are, like, commuting. And it's just, it's like, I don't have time for it. <laughs> no, you know? totally. It, it's it's an important aspect to our business. I mean, we basically, yeah. we, we have, you know, we have somebody who's a, basically a creative. Mm-hmm. And that's their full-time job. Is, or it's like, is, yeah. Is, is content development. And because that, it's, it's the best way, from a business standpoint, it's the best, one of the best ways to engage, you know, with the people enjoying your product. Yeah. You communicate back and forth yeah. real easily. So you, you could almost do like a series of podcast shows on social media. It's insane. Like I know, like with me, like I, I think one of the things that I do a lot is I, I watch. I guess you, you you call them influencers now, but mm-hmm. like you know, like like I do a lot of fitness stuff, and I watch a lot of fitness influencers, and it's just, it's insane to me because it's like you know I, I've never actually downloaded TikTok. I know what it is, but I, I just don't really give a crap. Like, I think when Vine was back out, when I was younger, I would look at Vines and stuff. I think it's the same kind of thing. But My kids it's, love it's Vines. Like, yeah. I just think it's insane how, you know, you oh, can... TikTok is like a, a daily part of my life now. Just because but you just look at, like, how much money 
there is and how like honestly if, if you learn how to do it properly how easy it is to make basically a living off of like your persona it do it's so crazy like the stuff people do and make money on tiktok like and like one of the things that's it's kind of funny like my girlfriend Teresa, she's like out of work right now and so she's been filling up her time you know with tiktok because there's nothing better to do and <laughs> she'll, come to, she'll show me that's gonna help her get back to work <laughs> she'll show me the stuff that she's watching and stuff like that and one of these one of these things is like this person that just like uh she uh she does like uh like i don't know how to explain it like karma stuff and she's like pulling the negative energy out of you, you know, if you pay her 40 bucks, you know? So she's, like, there doing, like, these motions, like, pulling the energy and, like, the soul. Remotely? Yeah, or... yeah, remotely through the, through the video. <laughs> through the and phone? people are like, oh, my gosh, I feel, I feel the negative energy leaving me. And she's like, yes, 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 let me take all the bad from you, blah, 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 blah. And she's, like, going on and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And, like, people are paying, you know, for, you know 40, 80 bucks to have her like suck the bad energy virtually from them and i'm just like yeah. what the heck and i'm like dude uh, we need to do this this is crazy and like and and then <laughs> she'll like flip to another thing and then there's this person sitting there with like this fuzzy thing over their mic and then they'll put like putty on top of it like the gel putty and then they make all these weird noises and it's supposed to be the asmr stuff and they're going like making all these clicking noises with their mouth and people are like sending them these gifts that are like hundreds of dollars you know and they get like 10 percent of that or something like that like the, you know so people will buy these oh. stupid little <laughs> gifts that show up on the screen like a like a astronaut like coming out of the earth or something giving a thumbs up and it's like bringing a couple hundred dollars to buy that one you know a lot and, about this and I've, I've hey for a forty dollars you'll suck the bad energy no 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 <laughs> no i don't think <laughs> be, i don't think you should be blaming it on teresa this so is what, this is what we're watching not what we're doing okay <laughs> we're, we're watching this happening people you know, he, other he people knows are about the astronaut i haven't bought anything on tiktok and never will you know but it's like well i that's one of the other things no no one of the other things she's got to do is like this other creative person who they take thermoses right and they 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 paint them like really really coolly like and <laughs> the thermos it's got to be you know, cool no or it's got to be hot and they'll can't they'll be use, lukewarm or it's not painting for a thermos <laughs> they'll use uh how do you make cool a verb. Coolie. <laughs> Coolie. They're doing it. Coolie. So anyway, they, I'll bring you in one of these. I actually have one of my cars. Delicious. But, but anyway, the, these thermoses and stuff like that. So I bought one of those for for Teresa and stuff like that because they're beautiful. They're hot. they really are. It's really good, really good artwork. And but it it's crazy because you like flick through this up like one of the, one of the other videos was like the, there was like this Asian chick who's sitting on like the you know like a dunk tank. And and she's just sitting there screaming until someone like pays so much money where they she gets dunked, and that's that's it. That's literally it. And people pay for this, and I'm just like, there's got to be something you can come up with. That's <laughs> like absolutely ridiculous, and you're just like making money. But seriously, would you want to get dunked in a tank for eight hours straight a day? I'm like, but they're making like thirty grand a month. 
I'm we're, gonna we're, we're doing something wrong. We're doing something wrong. We're doing something wrong. Seriously, oh my god. You know, and there's the, there's the other things too. People just are obviously spending a lot of time. I mean, you know, my wife sends me animal videos, you know, from TikTok and and whatever. And I I'll admit, some of them are really really funny, and but a lot of them are like montages. You know, I love the montages and, with and like so, the guy doing a voiceover for like all the animals and stuff. Those are the best. A montage is like a collection of clips. Yeah, a collection of clips of animals, and the guy yeah. does like no, a, no. I'm not talking about the guy. I'm not talking about the guy giving the voices or whatever. It's so. Funny. But like, the, and there was one where it was like, like, um, you know, cats who had like obsessive personality disorder, and you just like it starts off. You see this toilet paper roll. And the toilet paper's like halfway down, and you just see this paw come down from the top, and slowly roll back the roll until the toilet paper was completely rolled up and faced exactly straight up. It's a hand. And then like a cat walking back to the house, exactly in the steps in the snow that it took to get outside the house. You couldn't even tell. And I'm thinking, how much time did these people actually spend collecting this stuff? editing this stuff putting it together putting it to music that's hours for yeah. this little two minute thing and it just seems like there's, there's gotta be and it gets like a million views and they and they make like freaking bank but bank. It's, it's it's like how how do you i don't get it not my cup of tea no i will tell you though uh youtube I, I watch more YouTube than mm -hmm. I do any regular television. That's my jam. Mm. YouTube is my jam. I you love YouTube. You can find any topic that you want to deep dive into and mm -hmm. just get into it. Um, so that is, did that you is got, super handy. Did anybody watch what happened last week in Congress with the UAPs? I did. Thank you. <laughs> I did. I, I, I actually downloaded the whole the whole thing from from PBS Studios. So to watch the whole, it was two and a half hours. What are UAPs? For those of uh, us who didn't bother aerial phenomenon, or what was previously <laughs> called UFOs. So basically, is, is, is that the PC term for it now? <laughs> basically, I mean, well, the, the politically well, correct way of saying it. Well, there has to be, right? Well, UFOs are what? We don't there's want a huge, to defend them. Well, that, there's a huge stigma behind it. Like if someone says, they say, well, right, there is. See, that you laugh because there's a stigma. If someone sees a UFO, what do you think? They're freaking crazy, right? So, but there's been so many sightings and so many recordings now that are on the regular uh, not only from civilians, but from, from the Air Force, from commercial pilots and stuff like this, where they had a congressional hearing in front of Congress to figure out a way to um, take that information and figure out what this unidentified, unidentified phenomena is. Like, is it... Is it aliens? Is it not aliens? What is it? Is it like some Russian thing or what? They as long as we can figure you know out what alien? it is. How do you know? How do you know it's alien? You don't know it's alien, but that's so not how, the point. The point know? is to figure it how out. There's no way because everybody's scared then to say why are they, they call it an alien. They're not. They're calling it a UAP, unidentified aerial phenomenon. So they're trying to they're no, trying to non, figure out non biological non. non well, that was the other thing. Is like they had three people. They had three people on it. One one was like this. Uh, like Save Air Force back. Colonel, one was one was a guy who had recently uh, uh, retired from the Department of Defense, uh, who'd been there for like I don't know how many years, and then another guy was like a retired three. Colonel, 
from the Air Force. No, these are all highly decorated people that are like, you know, like legit and decorated they, with post-it notes. What are we talking no, about? No, no, like you, know, you gotta watch it. So it's like uh, if it's on uh, PBS, it's not true. It's not PBS. It, they just did the. <laughs> it, they just it's on CNN. It's on ABC. It was on CBS. It was everywhere. PBS so just happened to on be- anything that Disney owns. This was playing. There's aliens. <laughs> so anyway, the but, guy that. But if there's aliens, there could also be space. The guy, uh, his last name space is Mountain. Rush. Space tobacco. Space Mountain. <laughs> you, you could have you could have space cigars. And <laughs> you could have this space briery yeah. blend. The guy whose last uh, whose last job he was in um, he was uh, in a wing from the Department of Defense, where his job was to record and uh, follow up on UAP sightings from the military standpoint and whether they be satellite imagery or whatnot. And so they were questioning him, like, is there, is there, you know, a conspiracy from the government to, to cover up stuff that they know about that we don't know about with misappropriated funds? And he was like, yes. Is there Look, anybody is there, that was watching the X-Files back in the nineties knows that's true. Well, well, yeah, but now it like, <laughs> it is true. And like, you know, does the U S government have, you know, uh, spacecraft and he was like yes did they have like you know biologics which is what they they call them yeah biologics that are not um that are unearthly he was like yes non-earth non-earth biologics biologics yeah and and people have been watching a little too much anime that's no no here's the scary thing this guy he's still he's still he still has his clearance okay he he went to the Pentagon to ask for permission to speak on these things through DARPA, which is uh, basically like the way they can be a whistleblower or whatnot. And uh, he was granted permission to speak on certain things in public at the Congress hearing. So this is like like it was bipartisan. There were major congressmen and women there uh, from both sides of the aisle. Like this is like serious crap. And it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Because, like, pretty much all the shit that you heard about growing up is actually real. Area 51. E.T. No. Mac and me. Mac and me. <laughs> all right. Well, it's 9.07. I have to get back to my TARDIS real soon. So what's the okay, final thoughts here on uh, the um, little gold dust tobacco from some 24 Briary Blends? It is my... I, I is a tie for me right now between that and Dexter's Secret. I really love it, and I'm really proud of the Briary blends. Mm. They, thank you, Dan. I don't know. I have not been able to stop smoking this. Yeah, I've not been able to stop. I keep so going back good. to it. It's really, really fantastic. I think it's the perfect summer. Smoke. It's a very summer. It's, the perfect it's a summer very smoke. summer tobacco. Any of the summer beers that are out that have the mm-hmm. either the orange or the lemon kind of citrusy thing going on, go which any IPA is going to go fantastic. Go great with a with a wheat beer. Yeah, go fantastic with a wheat beer. Pat, good. <laughs> and that is not just blowing smoke. Thank Such you. Such a wordsmith. <laughs> Can you come up Inside. with maybe a couple at least? Uh, you're off your me. game tonight. Just, Usually just we, get, we get a data dump from you off everything, you know? What's up? You're not feeling all right? You're doing okay? I mean, I, I like it. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he likes it. He likes it. Pat hey, likes Patty. It. Patty likes it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a smoky. What is it called? A hot toddy? What is a hot toddy? It's like I don't know. Like if you had like, like there's a drink I've had. It's like hot tea, but you put. Like a little bit of bourbon in it, mm-hmm. and that kind of like, right? yeah, yeah, hot toddy, right? Yeah. So then it's like that, like <laughs> lemon spice sweetness is what it reminds me of. It's very refreshing. It's nice. It's a very, it's a very nice smoke. Very nice smoke. Mm. And I must say, every time I smoke out of this pipe, I love this damn pipe. The Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, mm. from Peterson. Yep. It is. It is my favorite of all the ones I have. Make a hell of a pipe. I got one of those somewhere. Jekyll and Hyde pipes. How many pipes do you think you have now, Dan? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, 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 five. right now. I think it'll be six after this next event. I'm yes, sure. probably. Yep. Probably. You'll almost be able to do the whole uh, one pipe a day thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to get a rack now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. And uh, glad you were with us and hung in there. Um, this is available at both twins locations, uh, and something else about this, uh, it is now going to be available to anywhere that has an account with 724 cigars. Nice. So it's not only just going to be available here at twins, it's going to be available anywhere, uh, at, uh, your favorite cigar shop. They have an account with 724. They can order that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, if your shop doesn't talk to them and make them change their mind, or, because and if, they are and, stupid. And if you can't, then uh, call call us here at Twins, and we can ship this anywhere in the uh, continental United States. Be glad to do that for you. That's our show for tonight. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next Tuesday night, eight o'clock. Don't go anywhere. And that's not just blowing smoke. Booyah! You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down